Hey guys, welcome back or welcome if you are new here. My name is Melina. I'm the host of the new and improved Life's an Adventure podcast. I'm very excited for this new beginning and adventure with the podcast, so I would love it if you'd stick around for future episodes. In celebration of the relaunch, I'm going to be publishing episodes two times a week, so look forward to new episodes every Wednesday and Friday from me for the months of January and February. And if you haven't already, feel free to go ahead and follow the podcast on Instagram at lifesandadventure.pod so you can stay up to date with the podcast. If you do enjoy this episode, be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. With all of that being said, let's get into today's episode. This is episode 22 of the podcast, and as you guys can tell by the title, I'm going to be doing a reflection of 2020. This episode is coming out a little bit later than what I expected it to, and by the time I'm recording this, it's already 2021, but I knew that I still wanted to do this episode being that we did finish off the year and we are starting a new one. So I did, I did want to break it down and give you guys my thoughts on how the year went. A lot of things happened this year, a lot of good things, a lot of not so good things, and I did want to talk to you guys about it and share with you guys my experiences throughout the year and just reflect on what has happened this year because 2020 was a crazy and unexpected year to say the least. For me, I think this is a good way to close out the year 2020 and to start new and fresh with 2021 by highlighting some of the good moments and not so good moments that happened this past year and talk to you guys about my thoughts, my feelings a little bit. So what I did is I went through each month to see what happened that month based on what I remembered this past year. So I'm only going to be highlighting some of the bigger things that happened to me this past year. And if something comes across uh, in my mind, then I'll bring it up. Or if some feelings come back, then I'll be sure to mention it also. But that's basically what I'm going to be doing. So first off, before I start with January, I wanted to mention to you guys a little bit how how I was feeling coming into 2020, coming into the new year. For me specifically, I came into 2020 so hopeful because I thought as selfish as as selfish as that sounds, sorry, I thought that it was going to be like my year. I thought this was going to be a big year for me 2020 just because a lot of things were happening I came into 2020 knowing that I was going to be finishing a chapter of my life but then also starting a new one being that I was graduating high school I was going to be leaving the high school that I've been at for four years that I've worked so hard for and I've always been the type of person to always dedicate myself fully to school. I've always put school first. I've always put my education first. And that's not only because of my parents, but because of, you know, my self-discipline and my dedication to school. I've just always thought of that as my, you know, number one priority. And that's how it's always been. So I knew that one of the most important things was going to be me graduating high school and that was something that I was so looking forward to. It was bittersweet because I was going to be, you know, leaving high school, leaving my friends, but at the same time that was probably one of the days that I was looking forward to the most coming into 2020, just saying that 
I did it and I graduated high school and just being in that graduation ceremony wearing my cap and gown with all of the other students as well that was probably one of the days that I was looking forward to the most one of the accomplishments that I was looking forward to the most and you know even though I still did it it didn't go out the way that I expected to I we ended up having a virtual graduation and with everything that went down with COVID, everything was kind of thrown out the window. My plans kind of changed. But the thing is, I didn't know that coming into 2020. I thought this was going to be a really great year. A lot of things were going to change. A lot of things did change, but not in the way that I expected it to. And with not being able to graduate in person due to COVID, I was also not able to move into college, which was also another thing that I was looking forward to, being able to start over, start a new chapter of my life, make some friends, and finally, you know, uh, be independent in that sense. I've never, you know, moved out, and this was something that I was looking forward to as much as I love my family, and I love living with them and I was going to miss them. This was something that I was looking forward to being independent, being on my own and also figuring out college life, trying to make friends and, you know, just the social aspect of college. That was something that I was really looking forward to. But with COVID, that didn't happen, obviously. And now I'm about to start my second semester, freshman year, my spring semester, and we are still doing online at home. So I've tried to make the best of it. I've tried to look on the positive side of it, look at the bright side of it. And I've learned so much with being at home and doing school online. So those are just kind of my feelings a little bit as of right now, what I thought going into 2020, my mindset, my mentality, how I thought things were going to go and how things did turn out. So now we can get into January and the rest of the year. So starting off in January, this was something that I had heard of, but I wasn't really informed on. And I had heard a lot about the Australian bushfires, and I knew that that was something really horrible and really devastating that was going on over there, but I wasn't really well informed on it. I heard a lot of people talking about it, and I knew that was really devastating for uh, them over there, but that was something that we came into the year with. I think... It had happened during 2019, but I'm not quite sure. So if you guys know, please let me know. But I knew we were coming into the year with having the Australian bushfires. And then on January 9th, that is when the COVID outbreak happened in China. And I didn't know after I did research, and this is what I found, that it occurred on January 9th when they announced the outbreak in China. So this actually happened a lot sooner than I thought because we ended up not taking precautions due to COVID until like, I want to say March. So I didn't know when it had occurred in China until I did this research. And we actually, you know, came into 2020 with COVID. So if you really think about it, we've spent almost all of 2020 with the situation of the COVID pandemic, but it just didn't spread to the U.S. until much later. And that was something that I didn't know until I found out by looking it up. So, And then on January 26th, 
who knew nobody expected this was going to happen but on january 26th a helicopter crash i'm not sure where it crashed but kobe bryant and his daughter gianna were on that helicopter and unfortunately they both died which is something completely unexpected nobody expected that any of anything like this was going to happen it was very very devastating to hear and I was talking to my mom about this the other day but I remember specifically on January 26th it was the day before my birthday actually my 18th birthday and we were getting ready to go have lunch at Old Spaghetti Factory because that was the day that my family could get together so we were all gonna go meet up and go have lunch and I remember I was getting ready and I saw it on the news my mom actually told me that there was a helicopter crash and it was on the news and that um, supposedly it was uh, Kobe Bryant but they didn't know who else was on the helicopter and I remember I was just watching the news while I was getting ready and I I couldn't believe that this was happening and I just and I just hoped and prayed that everybody on the helicopter was okay and that nobody had gotten seriously injured. Um we actually didn't know who exactly was on the helicopter until I don't know how much later, but they actually didn't figure it out who else was on the helicopter until like maybe a couple weeks later and when they said that Kobe's daughter Gianna was on that helicopter as well I was completely devastated to think that they were both taken away from the world so soon that's completely devastating and even up to this point it's almost going to be a year since they both died and it's still unbelievable with the way that 2020 started I remember seeing basketball games. I'm not much of a basketball fan, but I remember seeing the Lakers play and I would see uh, Kobe Bryant play. He was he was a legend. He was probably the only basketball player that I knew on the Lakers just because he was so well known and so good. And yeah, with the way that January happened, this was already a crazy start to 2020 within itself. Nobody expected that in the first month of the year this was all going to go down, so I didn't expect it at all. So moving on to January 27th, like I said, the day after, it was my 18th birthday, and I was both excited, but also like kind of like no big deal as to the fact that I was turning 18 because even now I'm almost going to turn 19 and I don't feel any different as when I was like 17 you know it's like you feel like an adult because you're technically a legal adult but I wasn't really doing anything like adult like so I didn't feel like an adult at all I mean I was still in high school but I mean at the time I was learning how to drive but I, ha I wasn't near as close to getting my driver's license and that's like one of those things you do when you turn 18 you know you get your driver's license so at that time in January when I turned 18 I didn't feel like an adult because I didn't get my driver's license till much later and then when you turn 18 if it's a year for the election then you have the chance to vote and the election wasn't going to be until November so I mean those are like two of the things you can do as an adult, but I would have to say that in January, I didn't feel like an adult. I just 
said, you know, I'm 18, but I don't feel 18. I don't feel old. I don't feel like anything. I just feel the same. So, so that is it for the month of January. Now we can move on to February. And in February was when I took a tour to see Cal State San Marcos because that was one of the schools that I got accepted into back in December. And that was one of the schools that I definitely wanted to visit because those that was like one of my top choices. And since I did get accepted, now it was the time of the year to start you know, narrowing down choices as acceptances were coming in to see what school was going to be the one for me so my family and I ended up taking the tour to go visit Cal State San Marcos it's only about like an hour and a half away two hours if like you get really bad traffic so it's pretty close and when I went to go visit the school that was the school that I liked the most out of all the tours that I went on that was the one that I saw as the best fit for me at the time so after that tour I felt really good with Cal State San Marcos and that was still one of my top choices until it came time to decide and to declare an acceptance to the offer. So other than the tour to visit CSUSM in February I also started assisting with the softball team at my old middle school OLPH and this was something that I did not plan on doing coming into 2020, uh, let alone doing it at all. I think I did mention this in my episode talking about my softball journey. I'm not quite sure if I did, but if I didn't, I'm still going to talk a little bit about it about it now. If you guys don't know, I did play softball. I played softball for about eight years and it was a big part of my life. I loved the sport so much and to make a long story short, by the time I came to my senior year of high school, I had made the decision to not continue playing anymore and instead focus on school and my future, which was going to be college, being that I only saw softball as a hobby and not as something that would help me to get into college. I mainly focused on academics and that's what I saw as a priority. So I had made the decision to not continue playing anymore. So I came into senior year not playing softball anymore after playing all three other years of high school. So I wasn't really doing much. I mainly went from school to home and that's it when before instead I would stay after school for softball for like an hour and a half two hour practices and then during the week when the season came I would stay after school for games so without having softball I had a lot of time on my hands and that was something that I didn't know what to do with so so there was one day where I went to go pick up my brother from school and I had followed the school on Instagram And I had saw that there was a post talking about the softball team and how they were going to have practice. And that was something that completely caught me off off guard because when I went to school there and even after I left, I had no idea that they had brought the softball team back. And it was going to be this season, this year, 2020, when they brought back the softball team because they had a coach. 
And all of the other years that I was there and even after that, there was nobody that would volunteer to be a coach, no teachers that were available or even parents. So that's why they had never brought the softball team back, not until this year, 2020. One of the teachers actually volunteered because she had prior softball experience. So when I saw this Instagram post talking about like, oh, practices starting like Tuesdays, Thursdays from like three to like 430, whatever the time was, I was joking around with my parents because my dad was like, oh, like you should like contact the teacher and tell him if he could like be a coach or something or like help out. I mean, you know, like what's the harm? And so at first, like I, I thought he was kidding, you know, like I thought he was crazy. And then after the fact, when I started thinking about it, I go like, wait a minute, I'm not really doing much. Like, and it had only been a couple months since I stopped playing. And prior to that, I have eight years of softball experience on my hands. So I thought to myself, why not? Why not just contact the teacher? Why not just email her and see if she needs help? You know, like I'm not coach material like I've never been a coach I've only been a player for all eight years but I do have that player experience I do have the fundamentals down I do know a little bit at least I hope I do after putting in eight years of work but so I ended up emailing the teacher just to see if she needed help and if she said yes or she said no like either way I was just going to email her just to see so I ended up emailing her asking her if she needed help and she said that she definitely needed some help and that yes that I could come in and assist her with coaching and with uh, helping the girls so that was pretty exciting that was definitely something that wasn't planned and I ended up helping now I was one of the assistant coaches it was just her so she said that she was going to need some help Uh, doing drills, handling practice, and then by the time the season came uh, with games as well, because I believe there was like about 13 or 14 girls on the team, and I had no idea what to do coming into this. Like, I'm already a shy person as it is, so like if you put me in some type of quote-unquote place of authority, it's like I've never been in that leadership position before, you know? So like I really didn't talk to the girls as much as at first not until much later I think we were about like three weeks into practicing and it was like a week before we were going to start games that was when I started uh, bonding with the girls a little bit more but that week unfortunately well actually I'll let you guys know about that in March let me I'm getting ahead of myself so uh, February is when I started assisting with the softball team And that is all that happened in February. Now we can move on to March. In March, I would have to say that is when everything went down. First of all, on March 7th is when I went to go visit Cal State Channel Islands, which is another one of the schools that accepted me. I believe it's a little bit further out than Cal State San Marcos. But I wanted to visit the school because I did want to keep my options open and I knew I had really, really liked San Marcos, but I also didn't want to just completely, completely ignore Channel Islands. So I ended up going to visit the school. This was a school I had never heard of as well as San Marcos. So I wanted to see what it looked like in person and see how I felt being at the campus. So I ended up going on a tour to visit Cal State Channel Islands. And then not long after that, on Friday, March 13th, this is a day that I'll never forget, but on Friday, March 13th, 
is when my high school sent us home for two weeks and I'm not sure about your guys's high schools when they send you home maybe it was on the same day maybe it was a different day but for us it was Friday March 13th when we were sent home for two weeks to do school online and from what I remember that day there was talk that we were going to get sent home for two weeks but my principal didn't make the announcement until I believe fifth or sixth period So it wasn't until the end of the day when he made the announcement that we were going to go two weeks online. So the entire day I was kind of like in denial thinking that this COVID thing was going to pass and that, you know, we weren't going to get sent home and we were going to be back on Monday. So there was some teachers that didn't mention anything about going home two weeks. And there were other teachers that were already planning ahead in terms of homework or lessons or things like that. So the entire day I was kind of like in denial, like I didn't say like a goodbye to my friends because I didn't think that was going to happen. And I just kind of like went through my day, just going through all of my classes, going through, you know, snack and lunch, just thinking that we were going to be back on Monday and that this COVID thing was going to pass and that everything was going to go back to normal. But then in fifth or sixth period, when he announced that we were going home for two weeks doing school online, at first I was kind of like okay, you know, I can handle two weeks online, you know, and then we're just going to be back in two weeks. Like all, all we need is two weeks off and that's it, you know? So for me, as much as I didn't want to get sent home from school for two weeks, I think at the time that it came, I think was really good for me in order to take a break from some of the people that I saw at school in terms of like friends or like other people at school. I think it was good for me to have a break from seeing people at school, just to be honest, just to put it in the nicest way as possible. So just being sent home from school, but also still doing school online was definitely going to be a challenge. I loved all of my teachers senior year and I was sad that I wasn't going to see them for two weeks because they were all really, really great teachers and all my classmates were really great as well. And I had never done online school before. I had never used Zoom before. I didn't even heard of Zoom until we got sent home from school. But we ended up using Google Classroom to like turn in all of our assignments and stuff like that. But then on the other side of that, me being a senior, the question was if senior activities were still going to happen. And there was a lot of senior activities that were supposed to happen like the what do you call it I think they call it the baccalaureate I'm not sure what you do there but they call it the baccalaureate so the black back the the baccalaureate the senior sunset the uh what do you call it the night of graduation when you go to like an amusement park grad night that's what you call it that's and then like the graduation ceremony and then obviously the prom so like a lot of a lot of senior activities were supposed to happen but at the time back in March there was still question of like whether you know tickets are going to be sold or like whether the dates are actually going to be on the dates or they're going to be postponed but at that time in March when we were sent home uh nobody knew anything so I just kind of like went home thinking that senior activities were still going to happen and we were still going to come back to school. We were still going to finish off the year in person. So that is what I thought back in March. But then a little bit over a week later on March 
23rd. That is when my principal made an announcement that the two weeks instead was going to turn into a couple of months and we weren't going to return back to school until May 5th. So that was the plan that they had moved the reopening of school because of the COVID outbreak and we were only going to have a month left of school if we did actually come back in person. So that was kind of devastating for me knowing that we weren't going to go back to school for a long while now because in my head I had only had it set at two weeks that we were going to be back on. So that was pretty devastating to hear but I was still hopeful at that point that we were going to come back to school May 5th and be there for school for a month but still be able to graduate in person at this point the only thing that I was particularly worried about was the graduation ceremony like I as much as I wanted to go to all the senior activities I can kind of make do with that without them if that makes any sense but for me the most important thing for me in terms of senior activities was going to be the graduation ceremony and that was the one thing that I was really worried about so all those senior activities plus prom and graduation were still up in the air in terms of happening in person or not. There was questions and rumors thrown around that, you know, we can split up the ceremony by alphabetical order so that there are less people present or maybe even, you know, parents aren't able to attend and it's just the students or maybe even postponing it to a later date. And so there was so many different types of scenarios thrown around, but everything was still up in the air, so... Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention is during that week that we were going to be sent home, March 13th, that was also the week that the softball team at OPH was supposed to have their first game of the season. And that was a game I was really looking forward to because it was going to be my first game back to softball, but this time as a coach, which is so crazy how the tables have turned, how instead of a player, I was coming in as an assistant coach. So that was something that I was really looking forward to being in that element, being in the environment again, in that atmosphere that I really, really missed. But instead in a coaching setting, being with the girls and seeing how far they have improved, not only in practice, but seeing how they do in the games and seeing how the season was going to unfold and that was something that I was really looking forward to. I know the girls were also really looking forward to it. I was really getting to know them, bond with them, but with everything and when COVID hit, everything was thrown out the window. And I think that week they had only just postponed the game to the following week because the outbreak wasn't that bad at the time. But as the outbreak got worse and worse, they ended up just suspending the season altogether which was kind of devastating being that this was the first year they were bringing the softball team back. And I know the girls were really looking forward to it. Yeah, so that is in terms of the softball team, what happened in March and everything else that went down. Now we can move on to April. April was, I don't know how to explain what happened in April, I don't know exactly how I felt, but in April, I'm not sure what the date is. I tried to go back and look for it, but I believe in sometime in April was when they announced, the principal announced that we were no longer going to be returning to school at all in person, that the COVID outbreak had hit a peak of cases and that it would be best that we don't return to school at all in person. So we went from only being home two weeks 
to instead returning May 5th to now returning no longer and that I was going to be graduating online from high school and I had no idea how I felt. It's kind of hard to put into words. It was kind of like unbelievable but also kind of hit with this it's almost like a slap in the face because I was in denial for so long that we were going to come back in person that instead I'm hit with this and I just I didn't know how to react and as much as it was devastating for me to think that I was no longer going to return to high school I was no longer going to see my friends I was no longer going to see teachers classmates and at this point I was not expecting to have a graduation ceremony or like have the other senior activities again they didn't know anything at this point and they didn't say anything about any of the senior activities but I had really low expectations at this point and yeah I didn't I didn't know how to feel about this situation at the time so instead of dwelling on what is going on and being sad about the fact that there is possibly no graduation ceremony and that my last day of high school was March 13th in person. Instead, I tried to look on the bright side of things. I tried to look on the positive side. Instead, I tried to look at what my future looks like in terms of college. So April is when I decided to confirm my acceptance to CSUSM. That is the school that I like the most. That was one of my top choice schools when I went to go apply for schools back in the fall of senior year. And when I went to go visit the school back in February, that was a school that I liked the most. And that was a school that I decided to go with. So I ended up confirming my acceptance to CSUSM. And I think with all of this going on with college and preparing for that I think that kind of kept my mind occupied and away from the fact of what was going on presently so I think that's kind of like a good thing and a not so good thing at the same time trying to keep my mind occupied instead of dealing with what was going on in the present so like I said I confirmed my acceptance I started applying for housing I signed up for orientation and that was a time where I started looking for uh, roommates and this was all something that I didn't know but it was also really exciting to think that I potentially was going to move into college I was going to start my freshman year of college and at the time I thought that this COVID outbreak was going to pass over the summer and we were going to be able to go back to school in person by the time it came to fall so that's why I was really looking forward to planning all of these things uh, starting to look into housing starting to look into having roommates because I tried to look past all the negativity that was going on and instead look to something more positive look forward to something and that was something that I was really looking forward to moving into college starting this next chapter of my life Besides all of the things that happened in April, I would have to say that the highlight of April, one of the highlights of 2020 for me in my life is April 30th was when my cousin Sophia was born. We were all really happy and grateful and excited to welcome baby Sophia into the world and I was so happy that I was going to be a cousin again so now out of me and my brother and my cousins now there are a total of five of us instead of four so 
we were really, really excited to welcome someone new into the family. And I just love the idea of a new baby. I think a new baby brings like a lot of light and a lot of hope into the world and also into a family. So we were all really, really grateful to welcome Sophia into the world and welcome her into the family. And at that point, we were just really, really excited to meet her, to meet her. But at this time, that was like one of the peaks of the COVID outbreak. So we didn't want to risk anything. So yeah, I would say one of the highlights of April and of 2020 was welcome, was welcoming my baby cousin Sophia into the world. So that's that for April. Moving on to May. May was also a pretty big month in itself I would have to say it was my last month of high school which is both really exciting but also kind of bittersweet because I was kind of over online learning at that point I just really wanted to be done with school and (laughs) I'm sure as many of you were at the time so at that point I think we knew that it was going to be a virtual graduation that There was no way that the graduation ceremony was going to be in person and there was talk that there was going to be postponed until a later date. But we're already in 2021 and I highly doubt that's going to happen. So I've decided to accept it and move on. So we ended up having our virtual graduation on May 28th, which was the day that we were supposed to have our in-person graduation ceremony. So they ended up making a video with all the seniors that we watched live on YouTube and after that they were going to have a fireworks show at the high school. So me and my family ended up driving to go see the fireworks after watching that video and that was kind of how we celebrated graduation uh, that day. And it was a couple days after that that my parents surprised me with a drive-by parade uh at the time there was a lot of people doing those parades like whether it was like a birthday or like a baby shower and you would see them all over the news as well so I had no idea that my parents were planning a drive-by parade for me for graduation but all of my close family was there uh, some family friends some friends even that uh, my mom reached out to and it was really really exciting to see everyone even from a distance in a car Uh, but that day I just felt really really grateful and really appreciated and I felt really special being celebrated that day and I was just really grateful for my parents that they were able to surprise me with this drive-by parade and make me feel so special having accomplished graduating high school. So that was probably one of the highlights of May as well as graduating high school itself. So in the midst of all of this celebration, there were also some other things that went down as well. I believe it was on May 12th because I was already a part of the school CSUSM community so I had a school email so I think it was on May 12th when they sent an email out that the COVID outbreak wasn't getting any better so they had decided to turn fall semester into online and at that point I I don't know what to tell you what I was thinking I was like I was kind of like okay you know like I had no feelings toward it I wasn't devastated I wasn't sad I wasn't happy I wasn't anything I was just kind of like okay like I mean with the way that 2020 had gone so far in the last couple of months I shouldn't be expecting anything better you know it's 
it was, it's just kind of like like it is you know so they made the announcement that fall semester was going to be all virtual and online so that is when i knew that i wasn't going to be starting freshman year of college in person and moving in so as much as there was a lot of celebration that month there was also another thing that hit me <laughs> and one last thing that i want to mention in may i'm not quite sure what day exactly but in may is when it was the death of George Floyd, and that is when the protests and riots for Black Lives broke out worldwide, nationally. And it was, I remember when it happened for weeks on end, it was constantly on the news, and it was just really, really devastating to hear about his death, but then also seeing all of these protests and riots worldwide, seeing how much uh, people cared about this Black Lives Matter movement. But yeah, I thought that I should mention that because that was something that really big that happened worldwide nationally in the month of May. So as much as all of this celebration went down, this was what was happening on the news and what people were talking about at the time. And there's still many people talking about it now in 2021. So that is what happened in May. Now moving on to the month of June. June meant summer vacation. I was so happy to be done with school and online learning and staring at a computer screen for hours and I was happy to be done with high school. Bittersweet again but I was just really excited to not you know have anything like that I needed to do and instead do things that I wanted to do so in the month of June is when I started planning to launch my podcast it was a month after I released my first episode and I had been thinking about starting a podcast up until this point but June is when I decided to actually physically start planning to launch it because I had more time on my hands. So that is when I was in the planning process of doing all of the different aspects of launching a podcast. So for example, the name, cover art, episode ideas, episode topics, where I was going to record, when all of these other factors to consider, so many different factors to consider when you're launching a podcast. So I spent almost the entire month of June preparing to launch my first episode. So besides working on the podcast, I also devoted more time to my bookstagram account. So if you guys don't know, I do have a bookstagram account that I've had since about January of 2020. So a little bit over a year since I've had that account and so I fully devoted that time, almost, not almost the entire summer, but most of the summer, to a lot more reading because I had the time and I was also posting a lot more on my Bookstagram account. So if you want to go follow my Bookstagram account, it's at books.with.m. But I haven't posted in a while just because the entire semester was so crazy and I was spending a lot more time focusing on the podcast. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I haven't posted in a while, but you guys could go follow the Bookstagram account if you want to. So yeah, that is what happened in the month of June. Just a lot of doing things that I wanted to do and working on the podcast while also working on the Bookstagram account. 
in the month of July is when I decided to release my first episode of the podcast. So on July 7th, I released the first episode, which was a recap of my senior year of high school, as well as a trailer episode to the podcast. So that entire month, I was just working on releasing episodes, being that I am a small podcaster and I had just started out. So I was working on the podcast and on the bookstagram account because those were like, things that kept me occupied in my days and they were both things that I really enjoyed doing so I just devoted some time to working on both of those things so that was July moving on to August August was a pretty big month for me also being that I was going to start college online very soon so I spent about half of the month maybe, you know, a little bit more preparing for getting ready for school, making sure I had a workspace ready and prepared to go because I didn't want to have to work on my bed and make sure books are getting ordered, supplies are ready, that all of my things are in order in terms of classes and professors and whatnot, all of that prep that went into uh, starting college online. I think I did an episode how I prepared for uh, college online for my freshman year and I also recorded an episode talking about my first week experience of freshman year also so if you want to go listen to those episodes uh, you should definitely go check them out so besides all of the excitement that was going into going back to school and starting school online uh, freshman year we also decided to go visit my family in Arizona and That was something that we were all really excited about because we were going to go see them. It had been um, at least a couple of months since we had seen them and we were going to go visit them, spend some time with them and also meet baby Sophia, which was really, really exciting. And because of COVID, that was something that we had contemplated a lot deciding to go visit them, but we did take proper precautions, wearing masks if we did go out, but we really didn't go out that much at all. We pretty much stayed inside the entire time, being that everything was closed anyways. So we just kind of spent majority of family time just catching up, seeing where everybody was at, how everybody was doing, and also meeting baby Sophia. So that was a really, really fun trip to go on before I was going to go back into school. So the last day of August, August 31st, was my first day of freshman year. And I did talk about it in my first week of freshman year experience, uh, but I believe I only had one class that day, so my day was pretty easy. And it was so weird to have been able to control my own schedule and what days that I attend class and things like that because you know for all of the years that you're in elementary middle and high school you are supposed to stick to a routine and that routine is going to you know your first through sixth period at such and such time when you have snack and lunch at this time so being able to be that independent in the sense of building my own schedule and in an effort to manage to balance the school and podcast but also maintaining some type of routine, some type of normalcy being at home online, which is crazy and it was an experience within itself to say the least. So I had my first day of college on August 31st and that is what happened in August moving on to September. 
in September, I spent a majority of it just trying to balance both school and the podcast, just trying to maintain some type of routine while also keeping up with all the schoolwork that I had and also publishing episodes every week. So that took up a majority of my time. But on September 14th is when I went to go take my driver's test for the first time. And I do have an episode where I talk about my experience taking the driver's test and also announcing that I did manage to get my driver's license the first time, which to this point, like, I don't know, like, how I got so lucky to get it the first time. Like, I was so nervous when I went to go take the driver's test. And the lady who was uh, there giving me the test was so nice and she just made me feel a lot more calm than I actually was. I was just really nervous. And yeah, so I can say that I'm a licensed driver now as of September 14th, 2020. So I was just really happy to be able to pass my test the first time because I don't think I could do it a second time. So. <laughs> so I was just really happy to get my driver's license. For once, I felt like an adult. I felt 18 years old having my driver's license and yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. So, And then about a week later on September 20th is when I received the sacrament of confirmation. I don't think I've talked about it before. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, I haven't really shared much about my faith here on this podcast, but For those of you guys who don't know, I am Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic, and I went to private school for a majority of my life. So faith is very prominent in my life and in my uh, family and my values, my morals. So September 20th is when I decided to receive the Sacrament of Confirmation. Normally, you would receive the confirmation, I believe, when you're in high school, like those years of your life. But at that time, I was doing softball and also school. So at that time of my life, I couldn't really make the commitment to doing confirmation. I believe it was two years worth commitment. So with everything closed down at the time, the churches were closed down, I believe. So there was no way that I could receive the sacrament of confirmation by going to classes in person as one would in a normal situation. So so I was so grateful to receive the opportunity of getting it in a shorter amount of time without attending those classes in person. And I was able to receive my sacrament of confirmation in a short amount of time. And I was able to be at the mass in person when churches opened up again. So I was just really, really grateful to have received this sacrament. Very thankful that my family was there to experience it with me as well. And just overall really grateful to continue to strengthen my relationship with God because God is a very, very prominent figure in my life and will continue to be for as long as I live. So yeah, that is what happened in September. Moving on to October, a lot of things went down in October as well. My cousin Ariana was going to be doing her communion and her confirmation as well. They had postponed it and finally it was going to be happening uh, in person in church with a smaller group of students but she was going to be doing both her communion and her confirmation at the same time and earlier in the year I believe it was 
the Christmas before was when she had asked me to be her sponsor for her confirmation. So that is also one of the reasons why I wanted to receive my sacrament of confirmation because I needed to be confirmed in order to be her sponsor. So we ended up taking another trip to Arizona to see my family, but then also be there for her communion and her confirmation. I needed to be there in person as her sponsor, so we all attended church together. So not only did Ariana do her communion and her confirmation, but my Nina decided to baptize my cousin Sophia, being that she was already a couple of months old, and she wanted to do something small, not something, you know, big with a lot of people, being that it was COVID. So since a majority of us were there together, she managed to arrange a small baptism for Sophia the day after Ariana's communion and confirmation. So it was a quick weekend trip and we celebrated a lot of different sacraments that weekend. So yes, besides all of those wonderful things that happened in October was when I decided to rebrand and relaunch the podcast. I don't know what got into me and I don't know why it was you know, in October specifically, there wasn't like one thing that triggered uh, my mind into wanting to relaunch. But yeah, so at the time in October, I really didn't know what was going into the relaunch, but I knew that there were some changes that I wanted to be made before the new year started. So since October is when I've been thinking and planning this podcast relaunch that has now relaunched in 2021, January 4th. So yes, that is what happened in October. Moving on to November. We are almost done with the year, guys. Hang in there with me. I know this episode is quite long, but I did want to make sure I covered a lot of different moments that happened in 2020. So moving on to November. November was a big month in itself just because the presidential election was coming up and it was going to be my first time voting. So that I kind of make it, it was kind of a big deal to me. It was going to be my first time voting and the past couple of months before I had been doing proper research and looking into a little bit more on both candidates and seeing who fits best with my values, my beliefs, and seeing who I was going to vote for. So that was something big in the month of November. But also that month we decided to take another trip to Arizona to visit my family for Thanksgiving because we wanted to spend Thanksgiving with them and also because I don't think we were planning to go visit them for Christmas like we normally would in years before so we ended up having a small gathering in Arizona for Thanksgiving and we just spent quality family time together and ate a lot of food which was really good so yeah we ended up spending Thanksgiving over there in Arizona. That is what happened in the month of November. Now moving on to December. Wow, we have finally made it to the end of the year. Just talking about this is a lot, letting alone having gone through it and experienced it. Hang in there, guys. We're almost done. So moving on to the month of December, the last month of 2020. I believe it was the beginning of December was when I decided to announce that I was taking a break from the podcast because I wanted to focus on school as we were heading towards the end of the semester and finals, but also focus on the podcast relaunch and make sure everything was ready to go by the beginning of 2021. So 
as much as I missed publishing episodes, that was something that I needed to do. And yeah, so I ended up taking a break for almost a month. And I published my last episode of 2020, which was episode 21 on how to start a podcast. I loved the way that episode turned out. I think that's one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded so far. I broke it down step by step on how to start a podcast based on my own experience starting my own podcast. And there's just so much information packed into that episode that I would really appreciate it if you haven't listened to it, that you should go check it out. If you've been wanting to start your own podcast or you've been thinking about it and you're not quite sure, I break it down all for you guys in that episode. So yes, episode 21 on how to start a podcast. So since I had decided to take a break, I was instead focusing on school and finishing my first semester heading into finals. I was kind of nervous about finals. It was kind of nerve-wracking because I had no idea going into them. I only ended up taking how many finals? I only ended up taking two finals out of the four classes that I had because the other two were just final projects. So my last day of fall semester was actually Friday, December 18th, and I was just so happy to be done with school, to be able to take a break for at least a little bit, to not think about school, And yeah, I don't want to talk a lot about my first semester because I'm actually doing a episode of recapping my first semester of college and going into great detail about my classes and how I felt this past semester and how I think I did and grades and professors as well as other things. So look forward to that episode coming very soon from me. But yeah, so the last thing that happened in 2020 is that my family and I decided to take a trip to Mexico for Christmas, which is something different that uh, we hadn't done before. In the past years, we had uh, spent Christmas with family, but this year uh, was going to be different. We were going to spend it somewhere else and it was just going to be the four of us. So we ended up just spending Christmas over there for about a week and I think that was a vacation that we all needed. We have been uh, stuck at home, just stuck to our computer screens for who knows how long, uh, so many hours a day, and just thinking and stressing about school and work, and I think we all needed a break from just reality in general, so for me specifically, I really, really enjoyed that vacation, just not being able to think about reality for at least a little bit and just relax and rest and have fun and swim in the pool and eat a lot of food and yeah that's what that's what vacation's all about guys so I was really glad that we were able to take a trip and I really liked the fact that the hotel that we stayed at was taking proper precautions and everybody seemed to be taking proper precautions within themselves and yeah so Overall, it was a really fun and safe trip that I'm glad we all went on. So yeah, I think that sums up my year of 2020 in this episode. That was a lot, guys, to unpack and talk about. I hope you guys sticked around to the end of this episode. If you did, I appreciate you, and if you didn't, I'm... I understand because this was a lot to talk about, let alone listen to, for almost an hour is what I'm looking at as I'm recording this. So hopefully I can 
edit it and get it down a little bit. So it was really, really good and really uh, satisfying and really reflective, really cool to sit down and just look back and highlight some of the moments of 2020 that I have experienced. There were a lot of ups and downs that happened this year, as I'm sure you guys can tell just from listening to me talk about it. But I think it was really, really good to look and reflect at all of the positives that have happened in 2020 because I think that is what made my 2020 year great in the midst of living in a COVID pandemic. So that is something that I want to remember. I just want to remember all of the good things that have happened in 2020. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to make this episode. So So as we close out 2020 and look forward to the new year coming into 2021, I am trying to maintain a positive mindset and looking forward to all of the exciting things coming in 2021. We don't know what's in store for us at all. I have no idea what's going to happen, but that makes it kind of exciting, I guess. So (laughs) I'm very excited to see what's to come in my life and to see what's in store for this brand new podcast that has just relaunched and hopefully there are some exciting things coming in 2021. I don't want to give anything away but look forward to exciting changes or exciting news or anything from me as I share my life a little bit through this podcast every single week and share my advice and share my opinions with all of you who would like to listen and are interested But yes, I think that concludes this episode. I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about. So hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing my reflection of 2020 as much as I liked recording this episode. So if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not already following the podcast on Instagram, you can follow me at lifesandadventure.pod to stay up to date with all podcast content. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye!